Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Tim Ashoff, president of Creek Carrier. Here with me is Eric Cutter, president of Schaefer Trucking. Thank you for joining our uh, Facebook Live here for February. Uh, we're going to start out this uh, this month's show by, as we always do, talking about some January results. You know, January was a very, uh, for, for the time of year, which it's really not generally the case, it was a very exciting January for us this year. Uh, of course, it started off with the pay raise on January 1st, which is always uh, a positive thing for all of our drivers doing a great job out there across the country. Uh, on top of that pay, pay raise, we saw a good month for miles. Uh, our miles year over year were up. Uh, the drive-in miles were up uh, 12 miles per day for our drivers that were in service and on the temp side. Uh, Schaefer's up nine miles per day. Uh, we hauled over 10,000 loads in January. Our length of haul is uh, in January up to 828, so we've improved 60 miles per load, which is great. And we've seen a, a, a nice reduction in layovers and we've added uh, more than 140 trucks year over year. So, so thanks to all of you helping bring in uh, great drivers to the driver referral program. It's helping us to, uh, to grow with our customers and secure more freight to, to keep adding to our miles. So thank you. And, and growth will be positive for everybody. As, as we've talked in the past, the more we can grow, uh, the more we can commit to more loads from customers. Uh, and that gives us more options for each of you out there every day, uh, depending on where you land. If we can have more customers, more options, it's going to keep you more productive, get you home when you want to, uh, do all the things uh, that we need to for you. So overall, January, good month for freight. Um, and looking at it overall, we turned down uh, more loads uh, than we hauled in January. So there are a lot of opportunities. That didn't mean there were days uh, where sometimes the, the amount of trucks and the amount of loads didn't quite match up or parts of the country. Some of that happens in January, as you know, as the freight networks get back into alignment after the holidays. Weather also has an impact. Um, it can slow tr trucks down going into an area. Then we have to reset appointments. Uh, sometimes our shippers had to close down because of weather, their, their employees getting in. So while we had a lot of opportunities, January is always a little bit of a challenge to ensure we capitalize that. But we did uh, do a lot better job this year than last year, as we talked about with the improved miles per day. Uh, the profit sharing, uh, contribution also hit uh, all of the eligible employees accounts uh, in the month of January. That was a great thing. As a reminder, that was an $8 million contribution. And for uh, the, the profit sharing plan uh, members, that's going to equate to about 3.6% uh, of your uh, total annual wage then that was uh, put into your individual account. Again, that's out there. It'll be on your March 31st statement, but if you want to go online, you can go to the Union Bank uh, 401k profit sharing account that you have for, and you just sign in there and you'll see that that contribution has been made and see what your uh, total contribution was. Tim, I, want, I wanted to recap on, on, the, on Christmas and the holidays. Uh, very, very proud to, to mention to our driving associates, only heard of two instances where if a driver wanted to be home for Christmas that we didn't meet that home time requirement. So I wanted to hats off to our drivers for being flexible and, and to our operating team and how great they are to, to work amongst each other to get all our driving associates home to be with their families. So very proud of that. Yeah, it's really remarkable when you think about, you know, we have 5,200 drivers uh, to get them where they want to be and, and when they want to be. Uh, it, it's, it takes a really a team effort uh, between uh, office personnel, the drivers, our customers. We have some really good customers. You know, they're calling and we were setting up in the beginning of December saying, hey, where do you need freight uh, to be landing on, you know, December 23rd, 24th uh, to get the drivers close to home. So it was great to have customers that worked with us. And then finally, we can't forget the shop team. You know, so often plans are in place and uh, unexpected things happen, sometimes with equipment or otherwise, and for them to, to then step up and make sure the drivers that uh, may have had a little challenge right there before Christmas, that uh, we got them back on the road and got them going home. Really appreciate everyone's team effort on that. 
Well, speaking of equipment, uh, Schaefer's got uh, 250 brand new reefers being purchased. We'll have uh, half of those being Thermal King and half carrier units and should start seeing build dates uh, as early as April. So those should be should be coming in throughout the year. So we're excited to keep uh, refreshing our trailer inventory. And those are going to be utility trailers again? Yes, utility trailers. Okay. And so you'll be picking those up in both locations again this year? Virginia or? and Utah. Okay. And on the dry van side, we're, we've got trailers being built already. We're going to get 1,000 new dry vans again, uh, all Wabash, so we'll be picked up there in Indiana. I know many of you have done that for us, so we'll continue to do that. Um, great way to keep our trailer free, fleet young. Dry vans, we want to keep them, you know, nine years or so, trade those off. And reefer program, you know, you've been looking at that and eight at the most. It's more like seven. Mm -hmm. Trying to, try to stay seven years or less. Uh, and and we're, we're, we're pulling out all of our California noncompliance. So about 200 of those this year, 230. And uh, keep refreshing the fleet to, to make sure that uh, we have the, the best, most economical equipment in the, in the market. Yeah. Another exciting thing that happened in uh, January is we had the grand opening for our new Kingstown facility. And that was a, a great event. Uh, we, we officially opened it to the drivers the week of January 20th. I uh, had a grand opening on, on January 26th. And it's really a pretty amazing facility. For those of you who haven't been get a chance to get through there yet, uh, well, we know we'll work you that way, but please do stop in there. Uh, you know, we've always had a great team out in New Kingstown, both office and shop, uh, and certainly uh, they, they did a lot of work in the facilities they had. Now with this new facility, we're expecting great things from everyone. Certainly the parking for you is very ample, well lit, uh, all uh, concrete parking, all uh, fenced, uh, high security there for you. Uh, the driver's center then is just remarkable too. Uh, with it, some of the things oh, you saw the, there. The, the driver's amenities are, are great. I mean, the showers, the openness, the access to our to our driving associates, it's just it's just amazing. And then, then our, our customers, they came, they were there for the event. They were really highly engaged in the things we're doing and very appreciative of, of the work that our drivers do for them and the service that we give them. So I mean I mean service has been amazing and that's coming back with, with more customers, more loads, more choices. Another exciting thing we did in, in January is we did sign a lease on a uh, terminal in Memphis that uh, we'll be opening up here soon. Um, that is going to, we have a, a new manager that we've brought on board that is starting a fleet uh, out of that Memphis terminal. But we also know it's an important part of our overall network where Memphis kind of being between, you know, Dallas and, and Atlanta and Lenore City and, and us having kind of a hole there to provide driver support for you. You know, at the beginning here is, uh, as we get going, it's gonna start up where we will have parking for you, which we know parking's always been a concern out there so it'll give you some added parking in, in that West Memphis area, Memphis area. Uh, but also then we'll have a driver center. We will have the same amenities really that we have at all of our other terminals with the laundry facilities, the showers. Um, we'll have terminal staff there then as well to help you with your needs. So stay tuned to that. Um, we hope to have that open, you know, maybe in the next three or four weeks. Uh, they're working on some uh, uh, data access and some gates and some card access readers some things where we can get you the parking, um, get you secured. Uh, entry to the building and, and just have another ni nice location for you to be able to utilize while you're out there on the road. What, what do you have for uh, for new tractors, Tim? What do you what do you see in there, and when do you think we'll start seeing the new equipment? So uh, we'd be we'd like to be getting new equipment already, but unfortunately, uh, our uh, our equipment manufacturers are running a little bit behind. We are going to get some new trucks here in February. We're going to start getting some um, 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 Kenworths actually, or we're going to get 150 of those. Uh, as we previously announced. It's not a lot of them, uh, but we want to test out the, the Kenworth uh, product. And so we'll, we'll probably put that out there quite honestly with a lot of our experienced drivers uh, that have been with us that can give us 
uh, good feedback, but certainly you're gonna start adding those to the fleet. Uh, and then in, in March, uh, we're gonna start getting um, 1,100 or so, maybe 1,250, depending on how, many, how much we grow here, additional uh, Freightliner Cascadias, which is the new model of, of the Cascadias as well. Now we got a couple of new specs in those Freightliners too, don't we? We do on all the on all the trucks. So both the Kenworths and um, the Freightliners, you're going to have refrigerator spec right in the truck. Um, so that'll be a good uh, benefit nice. to help you be able to save some um, costs out there on the road and, and eat as healthy as you can. And then we're uh, also adding the auto fifth wheel release, um, which um, you know obviously should be helpful, uh, give you less of a chance of putting uh, strain on your shoulders uh, as you're out there doing it, just making the job a little bit more uh, easy for you. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it'll be good. That's nice perk. So that's uh, a lot of our uh, uh, updates. The, the one thing we do need to talk about, which maybe not as quite as positive, is we, we did see uh, you know, our normal seasonal uptick in accidents, which generally occurs in January due to weather conditions. However, we're, we're seeing a few more this year than we'd like. So please you know, watch your speed out there, uh, watch your road conditions. As we always say, you know, you're in control um, of the truck. You need to do um, what you need to do to be safe. And all we ask is that if, there, if you, the conditions get to where you're not safe out there to drive, is communicate. Just uh, let us know. Uh, let operations know, hey, weather conditions or, or otherwise, I'm, I'm not safe to drive anymore. Shut it down. Uh, do the right thing. Be safe. And then communicate because um, uh, you know our customers don't want to push us either. They don't want to do things that aren't safe, but they just need to know where their load's at So and, and what they can then expect uh, delivery of that. So if we communicate, uh, everything will be great. Now, now we've also seen a little a slight uptick in our CSA scores, so we're seeing a little uptick in, in speeding tickets, and we're also seeing an uptick in uh, in seat no seatbelts being worn. So, please, at all times, wear your seatbelt. It, it keeps us safe. Uh, we, we want you to come home safely to your families, and uh, just want to provide a safe environment for all of our employees. You know, and and we we got to watch that speed, as you said. You know, we did increase the cruise speed up uh, of our trucks up to 65, and where we did see the most increase. And the speeding violations was, you know, 55 and above. So that additional three mile per hour seems to be impacting us. So please do uh, watch your speed. Make make sure you know the posted speed limit and when you're coming into a transition zone. We have a lot of drivers that get caught in those transition zones when we're dropping down from 65 to 60 to 55. Uh, really need to pay attention to that. And then, of course, uh, as we've talked in the past, watch the state of Indiana, uh, watch Illinois, watch New Mexico. Um, those are places where um, you know, speed enforcement is, is strong, and so we need to make sure that we're doing the right thing and, and watching our speeds in those locations. Tim, have you, have you heard anything on updates as far as ELDs and, and compliance out there? What, what, are, what, are you, what are you seeing and hearing? Well, I guess first of all, with respect to us, um, you know, we've had the, uh, uh, really essentially the electronic logs for seven, eight, nine years now. But as you know, when the regulations came out, um, there's always some little details and intricacies in that. And we have what are called the uh, AOBRDs. And so we had, uh, when law enforcement uh, started enforcing the ELD rules in a number of states, they were looking for the ELDs. And, and technically, if you have an AOBRD, you don't have to have an ELD until 2019. So we're compliant. Uh, we just had to help kind of educate uh, some of the, the law enforcement folks. So I know we sent out to you those cards that basically uh, that if you did get uh, inspected and somebody asked you about your ELD, you could show them that you had a grandfathered AOBRD, which was effective to 2019. We had a few occasions where we had to help drivers uh, and help educate uh, some of the uh, roadside inspectors, but that went really smooth. So do appreciate everything you're doing there. But, you know, I really am hearing in the industry and, and certainly um, hearing from some law enforcement and others that we probably really haven't seen the full impact 
of enforcement of the ELDs yet as they're doing this uh, uh, phased in enforcement as they call it. But you know, I, I, from what I'm hearing, come end of February, March, they're gonna get a little bit stricter and then certainly April, April is the month where um, we're gonna see the full impact. Yeah. Should we talk about our adventure? No, let's do. That was fun. <laughs> well, oddly enough, on the event on our adventure, uh, one of the things we would ask drivers about were, were e-logs and where they saw that uh, it had an impact on them. And, and really, owner operators who are out there, they 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 are already feeling an impact on production, and they're they're you know knowing that they have to have rates up. The rates got to go up in order for them to to stay feasible and. They're they're optimistic that uh, maybe they can make it with their with their production loss of, of eight to ten percent. Yeah, you know it, it's it's we're going to see how this all filters out uh, through the industry. You know um, the the road trip was was just uh, so uh, rewarding for me. Uh, you know as as I think many of you know, Eric and I had split up. Uh, I kind of started in St. Louis and, and headed to Indianapolis, and you started over in Columbus and Columbus, headed there. Yeah. Um, and certainly uh, taking the time to be out there uh, in the truck stops and to meet so many drivers. Uh, obviously met a lot of Creed and Schaefer drivers, but just so many drivers in the industry. It just reminded me how many really good people are out there and, and wanting to make a good living. And just, you know, getting up in the morning, I, I always felt that the morning and the evening were, were the, the best parts of the day because you could see, you know, drivers getting up in the morning, coming in, maybe getting some coffee, getting ready to go for the day. And just you know, going out there to, to do a good day's work as anyone else would, and uh, but seeing that it's different for them, they're not rolling out of bed, uh, going into their own shower, you know, making their own breakfast, making their own coffee, uh, to see that environment and what it, and what it means to to you know start your day uh, and the differences it is was very, um, very um, you know I thought helpful for me to see and understand that. And then when they come off the road in the evenings, I mean, you saw that same yeah. thing. It uh, I think what amazed uh, the most was. Uh, thanking, thanking our drivers and other people's drivers just for for being great professional drivers and, and choosing our industry, and just the mere words "thank you" amazed them that somebody would take the time and effort to thank them for their profession and what they do, and uh, it was very gratifying to, to have those conversations. You know that that's exactly right. I mean, uh, unfortunately, we don't interact enough with all of you. We try. Uh, hopefully, this is a good way to do that. But you know, you're doing your job and you're out in the trucks and on the road and we're doing our jobs and we're in the offices and the shops and you know in a year's time we have limited opportunities to interact and so one of the things that we always like to you know should be doing when we interact is to thank all of you and certainly um, as Eric said um, without having the opportunities to interact um, you know we don't do that enough and so we do really appreciate everything you do and then certainly to see us out in the truck stops and to have that opportunity to say thank you is even coming out in your environment. And we learned a lot from that. We're going to do it again. Yes. I mean, I, 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 it was it was fun. Yeah, it was it was great. We got a lot of great feedback. And I mean, let's talk about a little bit of the feedback we got. Well, well, first of all, from 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 the pilot folks, I will say that they were very gracious hosts, and that's that's a group of people that really enjoy our drivers, everybody's drivers. They they were happy. And, and I don't believe they were putting on a show just because we were there, because we would see different shifts. So it, it was nice to see their interactions and, and how, how they dealt with scenarios and situations. And they always had a smile on their face and, and they greeted everybody promptly. And, and I was impressed the way they treated us and our drivers. And uh, it was it was good. Yeah, you know, and, I, and stopping at so many different pilots and talking to a lot of the managers up there, you could tell um, that it was not just, a, you know, one manager saying this is the right thing to do. Uh, it was a theme. The, the company has that as their mission. 
Um, talked with a lot of them about some of the things they've done for training in the last two years to improve upon that. And, and, and you know, really did see that interaction they had, that they, they really do want to, um, you know, improve that driver experience. And for them to start, the good conversations we had with them, too, is to help, you know, them understand what the rest of the driver's life is like. They see your life in that truck stop. And for us to talk to them a little bit about what it means for you to, you know, work with us back in, in Lincoln or at any terminal across the country with your job assignments to go to customers and do those things. They, they didn't have that perspective, so it was good to, to kind of give them that as well. So they know when you come in frustrated and you're talking about, oh, my, my load just canceled or my appointment got pushed, um, you know, that uh, you have a challenging day that, that for them to be welcoming then is very important. I do think that, that parking was probably one of the number one topics throughout the week. Yeah, it was, and certainly we saw it. I mean, particularly as, as again, in the morning and the nighttime hours as we'd go to uh, a few of the truck stops. I know pulling in, there was trucks parked, you know, the truck stop was full and, and on some of the access roads and other things. So we saw that, and certainly, you know, I would say from every driver from every company we talked to, that was one of the common themes. And so um, we know it's a challenge. Uh, we 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 try to push that through, um, that communication through to elected officials, to to get to more public spending on parking we certainly talked to our customers about that a lot um, and you know talking about customers you know we did end the road trip it was a uh, with a great event at conagra you know, there in frankfurt indiana and want to thank conagra for them uh, allowing us to come on board there on site there to again have a chance to interact with drivers to see what it is to experience it's like to be a driver to go to do a delivery at a facility and do a pickup as we do both there uh, and certainly then the appreciation they've shown. But one of the things that ConAgra does uh, is much like Unilever is they understand the parking challenges of drivers and they allow our drivers, Creek Shaper drivers, to park at their facilities even if we're not picking up or delivering a load at that facility. So keep that in mind. Uh, we have a lot of good customers like that. They're understanding the challenges you have and they're starting to work with us and opening up their, their facilities uh, to parking even when you're not picking up or delivering there. You know, one of the reasons why we are doing some of the things we did with the terminals I mentioned, you know, New Kingstown, the added parking we have there, you know, that we know the Northeast can be challenging for parking, so we need to ensure we have enough. Memphis, as I mentioned, uh, us adding facility there to get more parking. We're looking uh, right now in that uh, in North Carolina area, and, you know, many of you, particularly those out of the Greensboro Terminal, know we don't have a big enough space there. You know, we're working on uh, you know, getting an improved space for Greensboro, that would have more parking. So we appreciate that concern we heard from all. I was really impressed with ConAgra with, with uh, how they've our customers have evolved and then, and then ConAgra in particular, uh, they're concerned about how quickly you get into the gate and out of the gate with maps where every trailer is and they're, they're concerned about our time. They understand e-logs and they're trying to be more and more efficient. And then also with the amenities they have for our drivers. It, it, it's a nice facility. It's a great location, state of the art. Yeah, and they, they, you know, not only the amenities with respect to, you know, driver's lounge and things, but, you know, they invested in putting a scale on site so you don't have to go, uh, you know, off site to scale your load and then potentially come back. So that was an added benefit. And of course, in the wintertime there, uh, the snow scraper they had for the trailer. I mean, that's a big time saver we know for all of you out there is, is if you have to go do those two things could slow you up you know, half hour, 45 minutes, and that's that's a half hour, 45 minutes of driving time for you. And sometimes frustration, and yes. we know that that's just a, a challenge. So a great road trip, and look forward to, to doing it again. If you have any suggestions out there on, on uh, road trip places we should go, uh, please let us know. Uh, we want to try to make it uh, uh, places where you, you are so we can see more of you. We, we actually uh, 
you know, try to work with our fueling vendors to say, hey, where, where's a lot of fueling activity taking place on our trucks so we know where to go find you. Uh, but hey, you've got some hot spots. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and you let them know, you let us know that and we'll plan our next trip at those hot spots. Well, as you all know, we've been in here about 20 minutes giving our update. We're gonna take some time now to, to um, answer some questions. So uh, let, let me get through a few. It looks like we have quite a few here. Um, we'll start just right at the top uh, list here. We got a question on uh, vacation pay. How do we determine how do we determine vacation pay? Well, we know first of all, getting vacation pay is important. There's a lot of companies that don't give vacation pay, and some that do just give us flat amount that typically is much less than what um, you um, would make in a weekly you know on a weekly basis. So what we do is we take your earnings uh, for the last uh, 52 weeks um, and and then um, basically lop off the number of weeks that uh, you would have been out on vacation and then take your total pay divided by those weeks and then we pay you what your average weekly pay is because that's we think that's only the fair way. You know, a lot of companies will pay $500 for a vacation. Well, we know you make a lot more than $500 a week. So we, we reward you for what you make uh, on a weekly basis. So that's just like it is for the office and the shop people. Their vacation pays for what they earn on an average week. It should be the same for you. Getting a lot of questions in here about um, the tax reform bill and the impact that has on drivers. Um, we understand there is an impact uh, potentially on drivers. Um, you know, what's real challenging with this, I've had a lot of drivers ask me, hey, can you tell me the impact it's gonna have for drivers in general? And the challenge is, is, is you really can't answer that for drivers in general because it's gonna impact each of you differently, just like it impact Eric and me differently because of what they've done with uh, the standard deductions. Um, so whether you're married or single, that standard deduction could be different. Uh, and obviously it's bigger, it's $12,000 and $24,000. And then what they did with lowering tax brackets. And so one of the big questions I get then is, you know, with uh, uh, some drivers, uh, the deduction being eliminated for road expenses, you, you know, how will that impact me? And again, that goes back to what were your overall deductions you had? Um, and now with that increased standard deduction, how much really of that deduction are you losing, if anything? And then with your lower tax brackets, um, your, your earnings are gonna be taxed at a lower rate, so your net tax uh, will be lower. So the impact it will have is really gonna depend on each one of you individually. Um, that being said, we still know that uh, there, there is that per diem pay program out there that some other companies offer, and, and that may still be beneficial. Um, and, you, you know, we have not had that program because there are, there are real downsides to that per diem pay as well, which we've talked about many times in the past. I won't necessarily go through all those. But I will say, given the tax law changes, you know, we are researching very carefully um, whether to, um, what, what the impact is of a per, per diem pay program and how we could set one up that would be beneficial for drivers. Because that's the whole point. I mean, if, if we can't set up something that's beneficial overall, uh, for, for drivers, um, we're not going to do it. And first of all, you know, as I mentioned earlier, that's going to, again, be an individual uh, evaluation. That per diem, a per diem pay package may be beneficial for some, not for others. But I can also tell you these are very challenging programs to set up and to administer. The IRS has many regulations uh, regarding these. And um, so we're, we're researching them very carefully because the last thing we want to do is set up a program that a year from now, two years from now, the IRS come back and says, you know, that's not how per diem is really supposed to work. So you, um, as, a, as an employee, as a driver, owe back employment taxes because you didn't pay enough, and we as a company owe the same thing. So we don't want that to happen. The other thing is we are waiting for some final regulations to come out based on this uh, tax reform 
in December because those regulations will give us guidance on exactly what we can do. So what I'd say is stay tuned. Uh, we understand um, there's a lot of information being put out there about this. Um, it's hard to say if it's correct and how it will apply to you because it's very individual. So don't jump to conclusions, I would say, um, and just uh, bear with us. We're going we're gonna to research it and, and it, work on a program that would be right for everybody. Some other questions here? People asking for updates on, on the Walmart account. I, I know on, on the temp control side, we're, we're in the midst of a, of a bid uh, for all temp control Walmart freight. Uh, should, should get results. Uh, we're already through round two. We're hopeful that sometime in March we can talk about uh, lanes and volumes and, and what directions Walmart uh, you know, can use, utilize us best for what we're, we're best at. And uh, that bid should be effective in May, but that's that's on the temp side. But this may, this may be Tim talking about what we're doing with our DCs. Yeah, you know, uh, as we previously announced, um, through a bidding process, um, we will no longer have the Cheyenne and the Paul's Valley uh, facilities. Uh, Walmart is uh, still um, working through that transition, so we do not have uh, the exact times for trans uh, transitions of those facilities. Certainly, we expect it to be within the next uh, you know, couple of months, as that's typically how it goes. But as we know information, we certainly will let um, all of our drivers know. I went to Cheyenne uh, through about three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, to meet with all the drivers there to give them updates on what I knew at the time. A uh, great thing is for all of our drivers, we have great opportunities um, at, uh, at, for those drivers that are at those facilities. And we're going to you know, keep them on board as Crete and Schaefer drivers. As we mentioned, the market's really good right now and certainly are getting a lot of uh, other dedicated, regional, and over-the-road opportunities. So working with those drivers, keep them whole. We're offering relocation packages to uh, offices and shop employees. So we're going to take care uh, of those in the Crete and Schaefer family. So I've got a few other questions here. We've got a couple regarding pay here. Um, you know, some, some talking about, hey, you know, we're hearing about the uh, the Trump bonuses that other ones add. Others, we're talking about. You know, freight rates are going up. Is pay going up? Um, you know, Eric, you want to talk about that for a few minutes? Pay 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 will go up. Driver driver pay will go up. It's it's how do we do it? How often do we do it at one time? Do we do it incrementally? It's uh, with with uh, rate increases. As you get your rate increases, we want to give back and share with our drivers, like we did in January. So we started seeing some rate increases, and we we gave back to our drivers. As we get more rate increases, we will continue to keep bringing up driver pay. And realistically, those you know, this was bidding season, January, February, typically bidding season. So those rates typically go into effect for a lot of our customers in March, April. So that's the time frame where I think you can, you know, we'll be talking uh, more here soon, and, and certainly let you know as as we get those rate increases and and pay. But certainly expect that we are going to share that rate increases, and we'll do it soon. Um, uh, because we know those will become effective about that time frame, and we'll, and we're, we'll make sure uh, we, we tell you more about that. But yeah, you can expect you know pay increases. I think across the industry, I think the driving industries we've talked about is one that's lagged behind other industries, and you deserve more, as we've said many times. And so we're we're working hard to get you more, and we are giving you more. Uh, the great thing too is, as I mentioned before, it's not just the rate pay rate per mile. We're getting more miles for yes. you, um, which you know that's that's the fastest pay increase you can get because that happens right now and it happens every day. So we'll continue to work on that and stay tuned. We know we'll have some things soon. You know, we, one of the questions we got to about pay is, you know, and this kind of goes to how do you pay? And it's, well, should we pay pay for time when you're stopped, um, you know, at a shipper at a receiver, stop for road conditions or other things? Um, there's performance pay out there that other companies have. 
And so, you know, we take this very seriously because we know pay is so important to you. Our goal is always to look at the end of the year, how much are you making overall? There's a lot of different ways for you to get that. We want our way to get it to you to be transparent, to you that you know what you're going to get for what you do. Um, there's a lot of the companies that, um, you, you know, may pay for performance. Hey, you need to get a certain MPG. You may need to be certain miles per day uh, and, and get a bonus if you do, those types of things. We know there's a lot of challenges in the industry that we have to work together on those things. You can't control all that. We can't control all that. So our focus has always been let's pay you for what you know you're doing, and that's running miles. And, um, you know, we'll look at these other options, um, and we'll look at where we need to uh, do that. You know, we, did, we have guaranteed detention pay. Uh, we have a lot of the other accessorial pay that we do pay you. And so if there's areas we need to improve that, we will. But I think the core of what we'll be doing is to continue to pay you on a per mile basis. And we do pay you for practical miles. Don't forget that. I have a lot of drivers that every once in a while think about, well, man, I'm, I, I got the load and said the, the short route miles were here. And I, I, you know, I went about 25 miles more than that. Um, I should get paid that. And then I can always say, well, you do, because we pay you on practical right, miles. miles. So it's a good thing to remember as well. Uh, Tim, I, I think on driver pay, probably the, the, the biggest thing that we've done recently is increase the miles. Our, our miles are up across the board, and that's the bigger number than, than the actual cents per mile. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep continuing to get you more miles. We're going to work hard to get more miles and increase production. And at the same time, look forward to probably a, a rate per mile increase as well. One of the questions we had here, um, you know, I think we were talking about our terminals, and they said, hey, can you, if I understand the question right, can you tell us about the amenities at the terminals over at Qualcomm? Uh, we could do that. We, we just, uh, sometimes those, those Qualcomm messages, you know, they get down lower and lower and lower, and then they fall off. Uh, so we have uh, another way that we try to provide that information. Certainly we have some information out there on our, on our website. But if you, go to, if you download our Creek Carrier app, uh, for uh, whether your Android or iOS uh, system phone or tablet. Uh, on that, we have the amenities that are at each of our terminals. And what I'll tell you is that that app will be getting some updates here soon. Uh, and we're also going to try to actually combine that with the Transflow Mobile Plus app. And so I would encourage you, if you don't have the Transflow Mobile Plus app yet, to go get that. Um, if you don't know exactly how it works, what I tell you, go find another Creator Schaefer driver. Uh, that's the best way I've found to learn how to use it and the benefits of it. Um, really helps you with your um, with scanning in your trips. You do it right from your phone. Your Qualcomm messages go right to your phone. So if you're at home on home time and you don't want to go out and check your trucks that, hey, have I gotten a load yet? Uh, I can stay in the house and I can, I can check it on my phone. But we're also going to put some more information to you with respect to uh, some of your driver performance numbers that we're working on there, as well as information about the terminals and the facilities. So look for that soon. We know we need to get, do a better job of getting that information out to you. Some other questions here. Um, going through them. I think we've hit a lot of them. Let me get up here. Oh, here we got a few more handling on here. So we, we got some questions about owner operators and, and can we expect a pay increase? Um, yeah, I mean, as we talked about, as we've been uh, getting rate increases, uh, how do we share that um, with owner operators as well? And certainly we did do a, an owner operator uh, line haul increase here uh, in um, January 1 as well as the company drivers. The big thing that we continue to try to do is we have this balance. We want to we want to also try to make sure that you can control your expenses. So we continue to get the best fuel program we can for you. Uh, I would say venture to guess for owner operators have been with us and use our fuel program and have been with others that we're we're probably you know one of the best fuel programs out there. So really want to control that cost. The cost of healthcare insurance with us is is really affordable. 
but we know that just that day-to-day um, expenses of being out over the road, the cost of the equipment's gone up, all those things that you bear as an owner-operator have increased as well. So yeah, we will be uh, making changes to that owner-operator pay as well. Um, there is a question here about, about when's the road trip, next road trip again, and, and how, how hilarious it was. So, <laughs> hey, we're open for suggestions, so so please send them in on what you, what you think, how Tim and I can be best utilized to, to get out there and meet more of our Crete and Schaefer drivers on the road. And, uh, and send us some send us some notes send us some suggestions yeah tell Look us what, tell us what we should be doing to, to better um, you, you know better connect with you better meet you out in, in your environment um, you know there's there's obviously things we can do things we can't do things that are practical things that aren't things that customers will allow us to do things that uh, truck stops will allow us to do but if whatever we need to do to help uh, connect and get you the information please let us know uh, I'm going to um, look at a couple other things here. Yeah, well, uh, driver here mentioned it. Don't forget to mention the CatScale app. That's a great app. That is a great app. Uh, I know the drivers I talk to love that um, because of, of the time it saves. We're, we're set up with our EFS card that when you sign up to that, pull on the scale, um, you sign into your app, it recognizes where you're at, gives you the weights there right away. Receipts right there. You don't have to go inside. You don't have to transfer in a receipt. It's it's really great. It was great to see in our in our Atlanta in our Marietta driver meeting, Tim. How one driver in that group had the app and explained to everybody how easy it was and how much time it saved. And then he had a line of our Creed Schaefer drivers downloading the app and him showing them how to use it. So that was really good. Yeah, it is good. I'm good. That's what's so rewarding and it was rewarding even out there on the road trip. Is you know our, our we talk about a Crete and the Schaefer family. How you all help each other um, and network and 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 really you know can support each other is great and that that was great to see and it's little things like that but other things like when you know somebody needed a ride because of uh, um, you know medical issue I hear all the time about you know this other driver just no I'll go do it I'll give him a ride and you guys take care of each other so we really do uh, appreciate that. I had a question here about are we looking at electric trucks? You know at this stage we're not. Um, we have communicated and with Tesla for one um, and a couple of the other OEMs re regarding the electric trucks and, and where that's at and we'll continue to follow that but for the applications that we're in it's really still a number of years off before we could have um, a reliable cost-effective driver comfort um, driver safety uh, all the other things that go with with an electric truck for them to develop that I think there will be applications more immediate such as imports uh, short haul dedicated operations that you'll see that op that that happen quicker, but as far as for the core of what we do as a trucking company, um, we probably won't have any electric trucks anytime soon. No. All right. Well, I think we're kind of hitting uh, 35 minutes here. I know we're scheduled to go to 4:30. I'll see if there's any just last couple questions here, and then uh, sign off. Well, I got I got an easy one there. You can you want you want to take take those. What is what is what is home time like? We've got different varying plans for home time. We've got different packages for home time. Uh, typically, it's it's uh, one day off for every, every week out, and uh, and we'll work with you. We're flexible, and sometimes life happens, and you have events planned, and we'll work around those as well. And how do you join us? Well, you can obviously go out to CreekCarrier.com, and there, there's an application there for both Crete and Schaefer and Hunt Transportation. There's a link there as well. Uh, to, to go and, and join the hunt team as well if you're interested in uh, open deck flatbed. Um, if you have questions though, uh, there's uh, online chat uh, during the normal business hours online, but certainly give us a call, 800-998-2221. Uh, and then certainly, you know, Facebook, we, we take private messages through Facebook or otherwise. 
we'll get you connected with a, a team member here um, and we'll answer all the questions you have and, and hopefully get you uh, on board soon. One last, another question we have here is uh, certainly um, what is a night and week, weekend dispatch like? You know, night and weekend dispatch is one of those where, um, uh, you know, it's it's like they always talk about you can't build the church for Easter Sunday, you know, because uh, during the during the week there's a, nobody in the church and, and during most of the Sundays there's not, but then you get that one Sunday and it's it's packed. Uh, we have that challenge with, with uh, nights and weekends on, on having, you know, the right amount of staffing at the right time. What I can tell you in the last uh, 12 months, we have added a number of additional staff to night and weekend staff. Um, we've added some training personnel to, to night staff as well and, and continue to um, do what we need to have the right people there at the right times with the right skills. Um, it's not easy, I'll be honest with you. Um, finding you know, people that are willing to work uh, on nights and weekends is, is difficult and uh, we're working on that and uh, I think we have seen improvement. We do monitor call hold times and certainly we've talked to you about that before in the past with, with, with our road call center and all the improvement made there. We're doing the same thing on, on nights and weekends and certainly have seen some improvement. Uh, we, we know we'll see more uh, and certainly do appreciate you, um, uh, you know, working with us. One of the things that I often you know, talk to drivers about is think about your day too and think about planning, you know, anticipating what may be happening, you know, after five or six o'clock at night. And is there things that you can do at two or three o'clock in the afternoon to talk with your asset manager to ensure you get the prompt service you need and get it taken care of even before you have to then worry about talking about night or weekends dispatch. Everything you can do with your own asset manager during the day, uh, the more helpful um, it'll be to you because you'll get uh, obviously a quick response from somebody who knows you well. Well, with that, it looks like uh, we've pretty much hit many of the questions there. If Again, as always, if there aren't questions that we didn't uh, get answered, we'll go through those and, and get your answers out there. And certainly, if you have any more questions, feel free to continue to put them down here. That's it. Hey, thank you very much. We appreciate everything you do. It's greatly appreciated. Look forward to seeing you on the road trip next time. Thank you, and be safe.